Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A federal appeals court upholds the Air Force members' relief from the COVID shots. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, this is a federal court of appeals involving a number of Air Force members who filed suit. And the lower court not only granted the injunction, but granted the class certification. So all of the members of the U.S. Air Force and Space Force, since the Space Force is under the Air Force now or part of the Air Force, are protected, those who have submitted religious accommodation requests. The Department of Defense uh, wanted to appeal this case. They went up to the Court of Appeals, and the Court of Appeals issued an incredibly powerful well-written mm -hmm. three-to-zero decision upholding the class-wide injunction that protects all members of the Air Force and also certainly the Space Force. And you know, it's quite telling what's going on, Matt, when the Air Force ordered all the service members to get vaccinated against the COVID-19 shot, they had approximately 10,000 of them requested religious exemptions from this mandate. However, the Air Force only granted 135 of these requests, and those were to people already planning to leave the service. By July 2022, the Air Force had administratively separated, and that's in quotes, 834 members. Yet they granted thousands of other exemptions for medical reasons, such as pregnancy or allergy or other administrative reasons, such as an impending uh, retirement, but not granting the religious exemptions. Very clear what's going on here. No, it's very clear. And I think the uh, three to zero decision, including the judge below, that's four now, but the three to zero at the Court of Appeals clearly got it. It's an incredibly oh, yeah. well-written decision. Frankly, it's a textbook written decision. Yeah, when I was writing the press release, it was hard to decide what not to put in there. It was so good. <laughs> I know. Under the, uh, the, the the court actually said, under RIFRA, which is the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, the Air Force wrongly relied on its broadly formulated reasons for the vaccine mandate to deny specific exemptions to the plaintiffs, especially since it has granted secular exemptions to their colleagues. Uh, we thus may uphold the plaintiff's injunction based on RIFRA alone. The Air Force's treatment of their exemption request also reveals common questions to the class. And it goes on. So what they, what, under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act that was passed in 1993, uh, basically you have to show, and it applies to the federal government, doesn't apply to the state, but you have to show that you have a sincerely held religious belief and that it is burdened by the challenged action that you are complaining about. And then they also to have a chaplain that supports and has, has met with them and, and verified the religious exemption. And so right? all of that has been acknowledged. And in mm -hmm. fact, in all of our cases, they acknowledge that their beliefs are sincere. Right. Chaplains sign off on They're it. They're not just making this up. They also acknowledge that their vaccine mandate puts a burden on their sincere religious beliefs. So exactly. now... When that happens, the burden shifts over to the government. Right. The government now has the burden since the plaintiffs in this case and in our, all the other cases, they've proven it. Now the burden shifts. 
And the burden now shifting to the government under RIFRA is a very heavy burden to overcome. Yeah, in fact, and the court wrote regarding that, RIFRA contains a right to sue. A person whose religious exercise has been burdened in violation of this section may assert that violation as a claim or defense in a judicial proceeding and obtain appropriate relief against a government. Because the plaintiff's claims arise from the statutory source, we may not adopt common law abstention rules as if we were regulating a court-created claim. RIFRA also applies to the Air Force and its vaccine mandate. The law broadly defines the covered entities. The term government includes a branch, department, agency, instrumentality, and official or other person acting under color of law of the United States. Yeah, and the reason why he put that in there is the same reason why you see this in a number of these court orders now, and that is because the United States Department of Defense and the various military branches, while they reluctantly acknowledge that RIFRA applies to the government, at first they just argued that it didn't even apply, now they argue that it does apply. They argue that, well, these individuals cannot bring the lawsuit for several reasons. Number one, they say that they can't bring the lawsuit until all of the administrative remedies are completed. In other words, you file your religious exemption request, you get denied. You file your appeal, you get denied. Then you get the order to get the shot within five days. You don't get the shot within five days. Then you go through the whole process and you get discharged. Now you're sitting outside of the military fence, so to speak. You're completely discharged. You're stripped of everything. Now, finally, they say, at that point in time, you can file suit and argue that what happened to you was wrong. The fact is, that's false. No Supreme Court decision has ever indicated under RIFRA or under the First Amendment that you have to wait for the final punishment to be completed before you file suit. You don't have to wait until you're incarcerated in jail, for example, because of a unconstitutional uh, picketing ordinance before you can file suit against it. In this particular case, it's very clear. They have the right to be able to sue. That's why that particular provision was written in there. Number two, that it's the government that includes the branches of the military and that the military has to own up to this. And number three, that the military doesn't have this vast discretion to just simply violate the law. And when they do violate the law, like religious freedom, as they've done in this case, that the courts have the duty because mm -hmm. Congress, by virtue of passing RIFRA, instituted this remedy for the courts to address with regards to military, prisons, and anybody else. Yeah, because I remember in our case, when we first filed a lawsuit, the military was saying, to the judge, with all gall, you don't have the right to tell us what to do in the military. Exactly. <laughs> it was, uh, and, and they still have Good done that. Good luck with that. <laughs> and, you know, in my argument at the Court of Appeals and in the brief, in our case uh, at the Court of Appeals with regards to a lieutenant colonel of the United States Marines and a commander of a Navy surface warship. That's essentially their continued argument. Courts, uh, back off. Just let us do whatever we want to because we have the ultimate discretion to do it. Look, judges don't want to regulate or command the military, but military generals make bad judges as well. 
And when the military generals or whoever it might be in the military chain of command violates an express law that Congress expressly applied to the military, then the courts have the opportunity to file some kind of appropriate action. So, and in fact here, one of the things that the military has been missing constantly is they have done general broad uh, information and they say, well, yes, you have a sincere belief. Yes, it's burden, but we have a compelling interest and the only way that we can achieve that, the least restrictive means is 100% vax. And what they say is they just use general language. We have determined, in our opinion, that the best way to have military readiness is to have a shot in everybody's arm. So therefore, that's it. Go home. There's nothing else to talk about. That's our determination. You just need to let us do it. No, I love this, though, what the court said, and this is the same thing we've been saying all along. As for its health interests, the Air Force says that it must reject religious exemptions because those working in close physical contact can spread COVID-19. But the Air Force has allowed medical or administrative exemptions even when these exemptions undercut that interest. The Surgeon General, for example, denied Lieutenant Doster a religious exemption because his work as a student required intermittent to frequent contact with others. But the Air Force granted multiple medical exemptions to pregnant women who worked with him and performed identical assignments. Yeah, so how can they (laughs) argue that they have to have a COVID shot in everybody's arm? And if it's because of religion, if you don't get it, then you're going to be discharged. But if it's because of some medical reason and you don't get it, then that's okay. Right. It undercuts their argument. And they have never gone to the very specific people. What RIFRA requires is that they have to show a compelling interest, the interest of the highest order, and that they have achieved that in the least restrictive possible means available to the person. They have to go down to the individual, to that person's job, whether they have comorbidities, whether they have certain kinds of job activities, and they've never, ever done that. So these cases are moving forward. The military is continually losing. Continue to pray for our friends and and our warriors in the military. For more information, lc.org forward slash military, lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.